Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony Transcribed. K is for Kroger, C is for cut, B is for beef. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. It's a fact, ladies. And here's the reason Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Yes, that's before the meat is weighed and priced. So you can see that means more meat for your money. You get top U.S. government grades of beef, meat that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. You get a better value in top-grade beef. For example, when you buy a Kroger-cut porterhouse steak, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes the long stringy end and excess waste before the steak is weighed and priced. You don't pay steak price for stringy meat and excess waste. Remember, whether you buy a steak or a roast, you receive more meat, less waste. But see for yourself. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store. Make it a rule to buy Kroger-cut beef and get more meat for your money. And now, Hearts in Harmony. In addition to her church work as assistant to the Reverend Dr. Wesley Judson, Penny Gibbs has found herself a part-time job with young Frank Carter, who just recently opened law offices in Rossville. It's Penny's third day in young Carter's office, and as she arrives for work this morning, he says, Miss Gibbs... You must be good luck as well as good looking. We're suddenly in business. Oh, you have a case, hmm? Well, you might call it that. At least it's something that'll keep us busy. I'm afraid there's no money in it, though. Oh. Oh, it's not very smart for me to take a case that pays no fee, is it? Oh, golly, I don't know. A lot of people who can't afford it still need legal help. And you agree that it should be given to them? Yes, I do. I do, too. After all, a doctor doesn't demand payment before he sets a broken arm or cures an ailment. And I feel that in a way, I'm in the same spot as a doctor is. People who have legal ills should receive legal cures. Payment is secondary. Maybe someday you will be paid for it. I doubt it. The case seems hopeless on the surface. And I don't know what I'll find underneath it to change its complexion any. My client's case was thrown out of court five years ago. So this may be a lost cause already. Then why'd you take it? Oh, for a rather selfish reason, Miss Gibbs. In spite of the fact that there's no money in it, if I can find evidence to build a case and take it to court, I'll make a name for myself. And I need a name more than money right now. So there's a method in your charity, hmm? <laughs> When you get to know me better, you'll find out I have an angle for everything. And I don't believe that a straight line is always the shortest distance between two points. 
The roundabout way sometimes gets a guy there much faster. I think I know what you mean. I hope to show you what I mean in the next week or two. Do you remember the case of Sam and Helga Ainsley? Um, no, I don't think I do, Mr. Carter. Well, Sam Ainsley died five years ago this month. He was a poor man. Or so everybody thought. But when he died, it was discovered that he had $10,000 in the bank. Oh, yes. Now I do think I remember some talk about that. I uh, wasn't terribly interested, but I do remember the talk. Yeah, well, there was plenty of it to remember, Miss Gibbs. Because instead of leaving his money to his widow... Ainsley willed the entire 10000 to the Laravel Research Company. Oh, yeah, there was a lot about that in the papers. Not enough of it, Miss Gibbs. Mrs. Ainsley was practically destitute at the time of her husband's death, and if she'd had money, she might have forced court action. Well, if this research company got the money, Mr. Ainsley's will must have been legal. Yes, it must have been. But Mrs. Ainsley was in here to see me late yesterday afternoon. Almost in rags, too. And something about her, something about her manner, a poor, tired look in her eyes, made me want to look into the case to see what I could find that might have been hidden from the court. Well, um, what would happen if you found new evidence and could prove that the money should have gone to Mrs. Ainsley? I could bring the case to trial and get Mrs. Ainsley a few thousand dollars, maybe the whole amount, I don't know. I'd have to check into the Laravel company first. It's an out-of-town concern, but I could find out all about it in a day or two. Well, maybe that's how you can get a fee out of the case. If Mrs. Ainsley gets your money, she should want to pay you something. Well, she offered me half of what I got for her, but I won't take it. I'll hit her for expenses because I don't want this to be a losing proposition, but that's all. Now, this is a prestige case, Miss Gibbs. The money will come from other cases. And if I win this one, there'll be other cases, almost too many for us to handle. I told Mrs. Ainsley I'd send someone out to see her this morning. Would you go for me? Of course I would. Well, she lives at 18 Beach Street. Oh, uh, don't be too shocked at the conditions under which she lives. I know that neighborhood, Mr. Carter. Well, that's right, you would. You might know Mrs. Ainsley, too. She's made a small living the last few years mending and sewing, but she hasn't been able to do much of that lately. She's 75 and her eyes are failing. Oh, what a shame. What a case, Miss Gibbs. If I can turn it, I'll have this whole town talking. It's the kind of thing that pulls at the heartstrings. You just won't admit that you're doing this to help a poor old lady, will you? I'm going to help a poor old lady and help a poor young man, too. (laughs) All right, have it your way. I will. I most always do. So see Mrs. Ainsley now, will you? She'll give you all the information she can. And then bring it back to me or phone it in, either one. I'll come back with it. Fine, and while you're doing that, I'm going to do a little investigating into the Laravel Company. Maybe I shouldn't say this, but I have a hunch. I'm going to find something interesting, too. I guess you've sharpened enough pencils for this afternoon, Johnny. Enough of them. Let's sharpen them all. <laughs> there we are. Now, where were we on that sketch? Yeah, right here. Mm-hmm. We'll have to figure stress before we can decide the right crossbeam to use. I see. And while we're doing that, we've got to keep building costs in mind, too. Well, one always works against the other, doesn't it? Sure does. That's the reason not everybody can build a house. We ought to be glad only a few can lick this building problem or we wouldn't have jobs. Oh, I don't think you have to worry, Jed. I understand they're singing your praises in Chicago over the first roughs on that housing project. Well, they took my suggestions better than I thought they would, Johnny. Thought they'd ask for just the old stereotype slum clearance project, but these fellows are looking ahead. Most builders are today, Jed. But you're farther ahead of your time than even they. 
Where do your ideas come from, Jed? Oh, I don't know, son. I, I just think, and there they are. Guess my ideas come from the same place everybody else's ideas come from. They, they just pop out of nowhere. Ah, you're too modest. They come out of your head. They have to be there to come out. Well, I don't know about that. Ideas are one of God's miracles, Johnny. I marvel every time I get one. A good one, I mean. It comes from nowhere. But I think it's guided to me. Guided by the hand that does all things on earth. Hello, I'm home. Oh, good afternoon, Penny. Hi, Penny. Well, how'd it go at the office today? Hello, Jed. Hello, Johnny. You working? Well, making it look as if we are. <laughs> Did you work hard this morning, Penny? Well, believe it or not, Mr. Carter's working on a case. Well, congratulations to Mr. Carter. Mm-hmm. Yes, you'll have something to do now, too, eh, Penny? I'm already working on it. Uh, what kind of a case is it, Penny? Or uh, don't lawyers' secretaries reveal that kind of information? Oh, I think I can tell you. If things work out, you're going to be reading about it in the papers anyway. Sounds like a big case, child. No, darling, it isn't really. There's not even any money in it for Mr. Carter. No money in it? Nope. Well, what do you take up law for, charity? Oh, yeah. And what's, what's he going to pay you with, goodwill? I'm not worried about being paid. He'll pay me. And maybe he'll pay me well someday. Because there's a lot of prestige in this case, if he wins. Well, now you do have me curious, child. Case sounds interesting. It is. You remember the uh, Sam Ainsley case, don't you, Jed? Sam Ainsley? Mm-hmm. Oh, sure do. Well, I, I remember something about that myself. It had to do with a will, didn't it? Yeah, a will cutting off his widow without a cent. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, I remember that case just as if it were yesterday, but uh, that was several years ago. Five years ago, to be exact. Yeah, yeah, so it was. Oh, but child, that, that was no case. Ainsley's widow had no legal right to that money. Didn't even care for Ainsley in his last illness. And he was considered sound of mind and within his legal rights when he willed that money to, to, uh, I think it was a charity of some sort, wasn't it? No, the, uh, Laravel Research Company. Oh, yes, I remember the Ainsley affair. I, I think the case was thrown out of court, wasn't it, Jed? It sure was. Child, you tell your Mr. Carter he's wasting his time. I don't think he is. Well, he sure is. If he bothers you with it, he'll be wasting your time, Now, you too. wait a minute. I'm working for Mr. Carter. As a secretary, not to run around on wild goose chases. Johnny, there's a lot of merit in the case. In fact, I've just been down to see Mrs. Ainsley. Oh. Now I'm sure there is. Yeah, doing Carter's legwork for him already, huh? Penny, you were hired to type and file and all that. Not to go down into that roughneck section of town so that Carter can sit behind his desk like a big shot. Mr. Carter is working on another part of the case. Besides, I think I ought to help him all I can. He's young, just getting started. When there's anything I can do to help him, I think I should. After all, Johnny, I am being paid for yeah, it. Johnny's right, though, child. You're being paid to be a secretary, not a sleuth. I'm being paid to help Mr. Carter in any way I can. Might be true, but, child, you better tell young Carter not to waste his time and your efforts on a case that isn't worth worrying about. Now, if you were working on a case that made Don't some sense... Don't you think sense... there's a lot of sense in trying to help an old woman who's poor and almost blind? If you can help her. I think a mistake was made originally. You mean Carter thinks so, don't you? Yes. And so do I. Anyway, even if that's not true, it won't do any harm to investigate and try and help this old woman. Oh, J.J. should have seen her this morning. Never in my life seen such a pathetic person. Think giving her false hopes will make her any less pathetic? Penny, you're doing it again. Doing what again? Helping others or trying to help others at your own expense. Well, I don't see anything wrong with that. 
There's a lot wrong with a child. Haven't you given enough to others? Jerry, as long as I have something to give, I'll keep on giving it. That's a noble sentiment, Penny. And aimed in the right direction, it's a good one. But you're aiming blindly now. I think you ought to tell your Mr. Carter to forget about Mrs. Ainsley and find himself a nice, clean civil suit. There's money in it, and there's a chance you'll win it. Do it, if he's on the right side. I think he's on the right side in the Ainsley case. There is no Ainsley case, Penny. It's been a dead issue for five years, as you know. Mr. Carter's going to make a case out of it. And I'm going to help him while I can. But, Penny, why? Because you know why. Look, I'm helping Dr. Judson with the church work for the same reason I want to help Mr. Carter with this case. They both need help. And Mrs. Ainsley needs help. I, I said as soon as I was well, I'd do everything I could to help people who needed it. I'm just doing what I said I'd do. Well, in the case of Carter and Ms. Ainsley, you're trying to do the impossible, child. Yeah, and you may end up hurting yourself. Will you both listen to me for just a minute? All right. Look, life is empty enough for me after all I've lost. You ought to understand that. You also ought to understand how that emptiness can be filled. Not with what I can do for myself, but with the satisfaction I can find in doing things for others. I lost the only thing I wanted, Jed. The only thing that can make me happy. I can find some contentment in life by finding happiness for others. And that's just what I intend to do. I... I want life to be as pleasant as possible for others, no matter what it is for me. So please, don't try and stop me. Is Penny's determination to go through with the Ainsley investigation going to lead to the trouble Jed and Johnny fear? Why do they think it may mean trouble? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. KCB. KCB. KCB means Kroger cut beef, and Kroger cut beef means more meat for your money. Yes, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat, less waste, because before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. In buying Kroger cut rib roast, for example, you don't pay rib roast price for excess bone and waste. The chine bone is trimmed, the waste and short rib end removed, giving you top U.S. government grades of beef that's tender, juicy, rich red, and marbled with just the right amount of flavory fat. And before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, waste, and stringy ends. Remember, whether you buy a steak or a roast, Kroger cut beef gives you more meat for your money. But mind you, you can get Kroger cut beef only at your neighborhood Kroger store. To go there as soon as you can, step up to the meat counter and ask the Kroger meat man for Kroger cut beef. You'll get delicious and juicy and tender beef, and you'll get more meat, less waste. That means you get more meat for your money at your Kroger store. Listen again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another thrilling transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs>